When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and catch your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wansley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, for the Tell Dell version of the show, we have a guest with us today that's been with us for 13 years, long time for Lifestyles. Uh, very interesting to hear his story. His name is Ronald Spencer, and Ronald, welcome to the show. Thank you, Del. So, Ronald, a couple things that are not in your bio, uh, summation-type things that I'd like to get out up front for people so we can uh, introduce you, is, number one, where do you live at? Uh, around the Dallas area, Dallas, okay. Texas. And uh, also, how many units do you have in various formats? Because you've got them spread out all over the place in different kinds of investments. Right now, we have right at 100. And are those the IRO deals or are those the passive deals or yeah, the yeah. homes? It's a mixture. So we started out a single family, and uh, uh, those were all, of course, IRO single family deals. Uh, and then uh, currently have two uh, apartment communities, or as other people say, apartment complexes up in Kansas City, uh, totaling 74 units. And we've got uh, an IRO deal down closer to, to Dallas, Texas. Well, it's interesting because I was looking at your. Um portfolio of properties and they're all over the place so you obviously don't have any problem with um, buying anywhere that you find something you like right yeah so i prefer you know i-35 corridor uh of course prefer being in your backyard dallas fort worth uh we've also ventured to, to houston and uh, kansas city how far away is kansas city from dallas i mean that's so, quite a ways isn't so- it yeah, from Dallas, there's multiple ways to get up, but generally they're all the same, right at eight and a half, nine hours with stops. So. Wow. So you have to be totally uh, comfortable with your on-site management and or management company, whichever you're using, which we'll get into in a minute. Let's go back to the beginning. Tell everybody about yourself and um, your education, your background, and how you came to be interested in real estate. So I came from fairly humble beginnings. I grew up on a farm in Marshall, Missouri, which is uh, just off of I-70, about an hour and a half outside of Kansas City. Uh, Eventually went to uh, a school called General Motors Institute up in Flint, Michigan, worked for General Motors as an engineer back in the 80s and the 90s. Uh, Eventually came down to Texas A&M to to do uh, uh, graduate degrees. 
uh, worked in the field of engineering, electrical engineering, for about 30 years, almost 30 years. Um, found lifestyles, I guess, probably about 25 years into that. And uh, I've been been retired uh, doing real estate full-time now for, I guess, going on seven years. Wow, good for you. That's great. So let's talk about um, what drove you to look into real estate or however you got introduced to it. So it was a combination of, I guess, the carrot and the stick. Uh, the, the, the stick was, or I guess the pain uh, more so, of working, you know, going into work uh, when it was dark and coming home when it was dark. I think some of that is a function of my personality, working a lot. But, you know, a lot of it was not in in my control. And, um, you know, you don't, when you're a W-2 employee, which there's nothing wrong with being a W-2 employee because we have to have W-2 employees to to help uh, all kinds of business activities. But you just don't have the kind of control that, that I desired. You know, you don't uh, choose when when you come into work or where. Um, you might have to drive, you know, an hour. Uh, you know, you don't choose necessarily what you work on or who you work with. And uh, you can't raise your income. So, and, of course, I was living pay t- paycheck to paycheck. And uh, even though I was making well over six-figure salary, it's, it, it's amazing how that happens. It's amazing how... The uh, expenses of life just, you know, pile on one at a time. And uh, before you know it, you're spending every bit of your paycheck just to, to stay stay afloat. So I guess the other part of it then was we had a, a friend in high school who was their family was a very big real estate investment family. And I noticed that they had somewhat of a carefree lifestyle and they just kind of thought about things a little different. Uh, not only were they fun to be around, but uh, they also had a, a pretty good understanding of the world. Uh, that, that's something that was uh, that I've developed through real estate. That I was a, un, I guess not unintended consequence, but something that was unexpected. So those two things kind of conspired together. To, and then of course we had the the looming financial crisis that was in the news, left and right, and the writing was on the wall. And and then of course lifestyles came was advertising had just come to Dallas Fort Worth and I think it was late 2007 so really it was kind of a conflict of three or four things yeah we need to clean some of that up because people who can't follow it let's go with this first where were you at when you were working in corporate America what city what part of the country were you living in so I was in Dallas Dallas area and uh, what year was that you said the looming financial crisis what year was that 2007 2007 okay you know you tell these stories in Ronald, you have to realize that to you, they're they're burnt into your brains for life. <laughs> the other people out there, we don't have any idea, you know, because there's so many things you could have run into in your life. But 2007 was one of those where it was a it wasn't just a looming; it actually did crash. So that's an interesting time. During the 2007 time, did you find any or feel any pressure on your job? Oh yeah, yeah. There, we were doing we were designing integrated circuits that had to do things that had never been done before and you didn't know if there was really a solution to all the specs that were given to you and all the constraints that you had to deal with uh you just had to go into it with a good attitude and and uh work at it diligently spoken like a pure engineer (laughs) 
Yeah. Right? If it's not broke, it needs reinforcement? In other words... No, it's a, no. we're just trying to push the boundary. And when and when you're trying, you're up against physics, physics can't be fooled. So you're up against yeah. reality. How about family? Tell us about your family. I was divorced a couple of years before I found Real uh, Lifestyles on the radio. Now we're going to okay. go to where you're at because you've won some awards. You've done some great things. I was uh, the key principal in a 120 unit in Waco. Uh, that went full cycle after just over two years. We made a, about an 80% return in two years. That's where... I was using the jet airliner analogy. I was not the, the pilot, but I was kind of a co-pilot. And we had other passengers on the plane that would be passive investors. Then I stepped up, and after nine years of – so you have to understand, I literally retired myself on a $250 membership. I, I spent that once, and then I re-upped, I guess, again. So for $500, I became a millionaire, and then I was <laughs> – it cost you five hundred dollars. Is that what you're saying? And it, yeah, and then I just started with twenty thousand dollars from my four hundred one k. I took a loan against it, and then once I got laid off, then I went and grabbed the rest of it and got another five thousand. So I probably had about twenty five thousand. And then look, fast forward today, it's doubled nearly six times. So it it doubles about every two and a half six years. Six times, depending on wow. Do you realize what you're saying to people? You've doubled your wealth six times. In, what, 13 years? Yeah, so anyway, the long and the short of it is I guess that I, I spent too much time in the single family. I spent nine years because it was it retired me, and I spent another three years after retirement or after I left corporate America before I stepped up to be a lead investor and get into the preferred program. But then I was able to do a passive deal. Then I did my first deal in Kansas City where I'm from. A uh, little 34 unit in uh, early 2018, and we spent half a million dollars. That was not the 25, that the 10, 25, 100 rule that you teach is more like 70, 100, because there's a lot of work. The financials look 70% better than they did when we bought it, and I've returned 70% of the initial investment back to the investors over three years. And we just won through the Apartment Association of Kansas City the best renovation award for the whole city under $1 million Wow. On that deal. And you and won I did it from a, Dallas. a new award? Yep. So You are my superhero. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yep. And uh, then we bought another one, another 40 unit, about a year and a half later. And we're still uh, trying to do similar things to that. And then bought a 18-unit IRO deal, partnered with my mother back down here in Dallas-Fort Worth earlier this year. And hey, Ron, the time is out. Take out. we take a short break. Be right back with Ronald Spencer and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast 
fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Talk 13.7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. The Del Wamsley Radio Show with me here today is Ronald Spencer out of the Dallas area. And Ronald has retired himself in a relatively short period of time by putting together a portfolio predominantly owned by himself. Uh, he has done some other deals. He's uh, signed for some other deals and he's been in other deals, but he's predominantly an IRO investor. And and we're really happy to have him here today because I really think that the IRO investing, which is how I started, is an, is really the backbone of investing. So, Ronald, let's take it from this point of view. You came out 2007. You had some issues, a divorce. You were at that point in your life where things were just challenging. And uh, we've all been there. We've all had that. I've been through two divorces, so I know what it's like. And at that point, you have this opportunity in your life to change your life forever. Say, so, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this for the rest of my life in a different game plan than what I did before. So at that point, tell us how you found Lifestyles Unlimited. So listening to the radio, just uh, I couldn't get enough of it. So it just it rang true to me. And, and I guess uh, you had podcasts back then, too, so I listened to the podcast. But go back and listen to the, to the, the previous shows, so... It's just real, and it, and it just resonated with me. Well, you're a highly educated engineer, and um, I mean, truthfully, guys, this guy's got some got some education behind him. Um, what was it? What types of things really rung true to you that you thought was a reason to take some action? So the whole idea of of building passive income, uh, putting uh, putting out some money, investing the money, truly investing, not speculating, but. Uh, finding deals that you could uh, capture some equity, meaning that I've purchased the deal it uh, with the, the price to buy it and to rehab it, to renovate it, that you you are in it for less than what you could turn around and sell it for on you know pretty much month two. Um, and of course, then you putting in a, a resident. We call, don't call them tenants anymore, but uh, putting in a, a resident. <laughs> I hear the political correctness going. I hear the political correctness running through your veins now. Yeah, exactly. So it's part of the whole apartment association thing, thing I think. So, but uh, yeah, just chunking in that, buying your your life back from corporate America. So you just chunk independence, right? It's uh, of course there's something beyond independence, but you want to go from that dependent stage as you teach Stephen Covey, I guess. 
uh, where you're dependent on your parents for allowance when you're young, and then when you get a job, you think that's independence, but no, you're just flowed or switched who you're dependent on, and uh, you can't, if you want a, uh, a raise, you got to go ask for it. Um, you may or may not get it. So you're really trying to get to that independent stage. That was where I was by uh, chunking in that income. You know, you buy one house and maybe you've got half of or all of your car payment paid for. You get two more houses and now you two or three more houses and you've got at least the principal and interest paid on your house note. You know, and, and as an engineer, we just love that incremental progress. We like to see that there's, uh, we like to see the goal and we, and we actually like to see work between where we are and where we want to go because we know that nothing is for free and we're willing to put one foot in front of the other and, and uh, apply ourselves until we get there. And, and really, if it's not true, okay, we're going to find out after the one or two deals. But um, the truth is that it is true and, and we keep going. You know, Ronald, that's a very interesting point you just made because I'm a type B. I'm not an engineer, but I'm a type B and might as well have been an engineer. And the bottom line is that incrementalization of everything in life, isn't it? It's like you get up, like, I'm going to lose weight. Okay, I'm going to work on one, two pounds this week and two pounds next week. Whereas the type A gets up and goes, ah, I'm going to lose weight. <laughs> 10 pounds, 20 pounds. It's just a completely different way to see the world. So I understand what you're saying. Incrementalization does really sound good to a type B personality. And that's what I did. And so did you. So how many houses did you buy? I mean, I was looking at your portfolio. It's really long. How many houses did you buy? I think it was it was not quite 30. It was in the upper 20s. Um, so and then... And a lot of those have been sold. So it didn't didn't have all of them at one time. Yeah, I would do two or three per year. And really, I was kind of the slow track <laughs> compared to other people in lifestyles who just went way faster than I. I'm the same way. Yeah. When I first wrote the book on how to do this stuff, I put in there seven years to retirement. Now they're saying two to five, and I retired in two and a half, but I still, when I wrote the book, said seven. It was that incremental. I put it on a spreadsheet, and I figured it out. If you saved it, what you know you could maximally save as a, as a blue-collar person, mm-hmm. how much money could you save up? How quickly could you buy houses? How much would that increase your income there in being able to save more money because you had more income? And I did that whole curve and it came out to seven years even if you started almost broke you could get you could retire in seven years so nobody here does it they they won't listen to me ronald <laughs> they started doing it two years and three years and four years and so forth just going crazy I keep breaking your model right yeah they do now the one thing you did do though that I eventually did uh, is move up to multifamily. And a lot of people get stuck in single family because it works. And, you know, once you find something that works in life, you don't want to give it up. That's, you know, I know it works. Let me do one more and it'll be great. I've fallen into that trap three or four different times in my life. First on single family, then on duplexes and fourplexes, and then on small multifamily deals. And I just got stuck. Now, you know, now I'm buying other things and you know, like uh, you get stuck on the same thing. Whatever it is you're buying, this is what I know right now. So let's go into what made you and what, how long it was into your progression as an investor that you decided to do a multifamily deal and what drove you there? So I, I was just uh, really focused on getting that passive income more than trying to build my net worth. Of course, the net worth came, you know, even if you focus on passive income, the net worth seems to kind of follow it. I stayed in single family too long. I think it was maybe seven years uh, before I decided to make the leap into multifamily. Uh, I should have done, uh, gone way, way earlier than that, just because you can, you have that uh, sixth way of making the money in the, in the multifamily side, which is the forced appreciation. But, uh, yeah, I, I, it's kind of like the, the thermostat analogy that I think you've mentioned before where you just kind of get 
used to one way of investing it's working for you and you don't have a lot of pain and you don't still don't know if the next level is really for you or if it's really true and but the one thing I know, one thing I've learned is that you don't second guess the wisdom of lifestyles. And I could talk in multiple ways on, on how I've kind of tried to go just veer off a little bit in one direction, but then been pulled back by the school of hard knocks. So the one thing that I've learned is trust the map. And if, you know, you, you don't try to do everything, you just teach what you know and you know it well. You, you know why we know it well? It's because we tried all the stupid things ourselves. I'm recently remarried to, to Catherine. I couldn't be happier. So it's a, a blessing in my life. Of course, I had to wait 16 years, but the worth the wait was well worth it. Uh, so I have family up in Kansas City. Uh, I have family down in, in Fort Worth. And then, of course, my mom just moved to Rockwall, Texas, which is just outside of Dallas as well from Kansas City. So we've got her down, and we're, we're happy about that. I have a so, daughter as well. I'm trying to circle into the expenses thing because a lot of people are sitting out there with the same problem. And um, I'm just trying to touch my finger on, if I can, how do you make $100,000 a year and have expenses problems? What kinds of things were taking you over? Well, uh, I wasn't really spending that much on the home mortgage. I uh, did have car payment. Uh, I had a huge uh, child support. The thing is, when you have a W-2 a job and you get divorced, they want to take a certain amount of your paycheck and then there's really no no way out of that so okay so the child uh, support was big chunk of it now yeah, now i've got what i wanted to know so that that is devastating uh, especially if you have a big paycheck because they just look at the paycheck and deduct period they don't there's right. no conversation about it it doesn't even matter if you have an attorney they're going to take your money <laughs> and i've got 30 years of experience of helping people that tried those things and they didn't work and i was right there to witness it all we're gonna take a short break be right back with ronald spencer and the dell wamsley radio show Nerds. today's episode is sponsored by nerd wallet smart money podcast sometimes you need to change of pace that includes your finances get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Austin's Talk, 1370. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show with me here today on Tell Del. Tuesday is Ronald Spencer out of Dallas, and uh, Ronald's explained to us how he had got into single family and became good at it. And as usual with type B personalities and engineers, once you get good at something, you don't want to change. You know, if it's not broken, don't reinforce it, don't upgrade it. And that's not normally an engineer's point of view. Normally it's if it's not broken, reinforce it and or upgrade it. But in this case, type Bs, as usual, don't like to change out of something they know very well and they're very comfortable with. So, Ronald, we're going to pick up here and say, what got you to change? What was the stimulus that said, okay, I'm going to get out of the single family stuff and move up to multifamily? I realized that in 2015 that I had become uh, a million. Of course, it's not a big milestone for a lot of lifestyle members. They're way beyond that, but it was huge for me. And I realized that I had a lot of equity in these houses, and I was was able to sell them and, and walk away with fifty, dollars $100,000. And at that point, I really felt that, Okay, I've got extra money here to, to start moving up in the multifamily. And, uh, and, you know, if I lost it, it wouldn't be uh, devastating. But, you know, not that I thought I would lose it. The one thing I've come to believe and understand is that for the risk that you have in real estate, it's a bit lower than the commensurate, uh, what you would normally think is the commensurate return. But um, I just felt, I guess I wanted something new. I felt very confident ability to do real estate. I knew I liked real estate. I knew that I uh, liked the interaction with the residents and, and the vendors, um, frankly. And uh, lifestyles had become uh, such a part of my life that it, it was such a part of, my, you know, extended family. As Catherine says, it's the... It's the family you get to choose, um, and I just believed it, and I just still need to be a part of it, and I wanted to go further. Well, when you uh, made that decision, let's talk about how you decided what you were going to buy. What was that? And by the way, before, I, before you answer that, I'm going to come back to something. This is not for you. This is just for general public. Guys, what's really interesting is that, you know, you always hear about being a millionaire. In this day and age, being a millionaire is not that much. Uh, we have people that make a million dollars a year. We have people that make, you know, four or five million a year. So what he's saying is true. There, There's a lot more money to be made, but that million means something. But then, Ron, what's weird about that is when you sit there and you know you're a millionaire and you've just made it like you did, then you look back at it and what I felt was kind of let down, like, well, this is it. <laughs> it's like, what's next? What is two million? I mean, it took you your whole life to make a million. You go, well, what is two million? And you go, man, this isn't going to work unless I 10 times this, 10x this, as uh, Ron, somebody else, one of the other guys would say. But the bottom line is it feels like there's nothing in between. There's not like I'm a decamillionaire, right? There's no name for this stuff. So you're kind of stuck there. And then you have to decide you want more. So it's a big decision. To say, okay, I'm where everybody in their life tries to get, and now I'm going to try to beat it. Yeah, and it's a balance between um, remembering that you're doing this for for the lifestyle. We're not doing it for the money. But also, if it's fun and you enjoy the the journey, then why not go for more? And like I think one of your podcasts was entitled Risk to Live and Live to Risk. It's kind of a circular 
circular logic it just kind of re- comes back around and reinforces but yeah it's it's a it's a lifestyle it's a investing with lifestyles kind of sometimes becomes a lifestyle in and of itself and you've had you've you've satisfied the basic needs you know i've got i've got a lake house you know i never want to sell it you know uh, married a wonderful woman uh just I have the means to support myself. Why not go further, right? Why not have the fun with people that you enjoy being with who are like-minded? Well, not trying to put words in your mouth, that'd be unsanitary, but would you say it's actually where you get your enjoyment at some point and it starts to become fun? Yeah, and it is hard work depending on on, uh, which path you go. Of course, I took the lead path uh, in the multi, well, first of all, the passive path, but then the lead path. And that is, um, you know, a full-time job, but you don't spend your whole time there. You want to get, uh, go through that maturity, maturity continuum and eventually be passive and, and be interdependent and, and really get all of your time back. But, um, you know, like I said before, we don't think anything is for free and we enjoy an honest day's work. If we know that when we put one foot in front of the other, we're making not just one unit of incremental, you know, progress, but sometimes two, three, you know, large chunks at a time. So, walk us through your progression mentally to the multifamily. What what did you start thinking? How did you approach it? What did you do? So, uh, I once I had enough money to, you know, to, the rule of thumb has always been uh, fifty thousand. Once you have that much, you probably ought to go ahead and, and uh, look at multifamily and see if it's right for you uh, because you can get the economies of scale uh, to try to, let's say you've got $200,000 to invest. If you're going to try to chunk that out into 20000 or $30,000 or $40,000 increments, you're looking at a lot of different acquisitions in terms of single-family houses. And uh, you've got to go to this place for this house. You've got to go to the place for that house, although it's really not that much work for the, the houses. But if you, when you get into the multifamily, you've got that economies of scale. You've got everything under one uh, roof got, uh, or uh, multiple roofs that are clustered together. Uh, you've got generally the same, like we have one uh, bedroom, one bathroom unit, and they're the same there's not really a, a unit mix per se, so we could just wash, rinse, and repeat that same rehab plan. So in terms of the management, it's a little bit more standardized. As far as the investing part of it, you make money, and you know not only the cash flow and the tax advantage and the, the uh, appreciation and the capture, but also the appreciation, where when you increase the income or the net operating income of the property, then you're necessarily also forcing up the, the value. I wanted to be a part of that. So um, wanted to, to, to give back in, in a sense to let other people invest uh, with me, but staying true to the white paper and the, and the lifestyles way and, and thought process um, and make some other people money as well as just me. And frankly, also the ability to go a little faster, go a little bit bigger. So you started with an 18 unit by yourself, is that correct? Well, actually it was, so I started, I was a, a key principal, may have been a, a kind of a dumb move to begin with, but I wanted to have a little bit of experience in, as a passive uh, first. So that was 120 unit in Waco. And then I upgraded then, or I became an aspiring lead and then did a 34 unit in Kansas City. Wow. 
So you did the 34. What was it about the 34 that attracted you? What? How did you see this as being a good opportunity? So I had been looking at uh, a lot of different metros because I had come up through the recession and seen dollar per unit at like 13,000. And then now, oh my gosh, it's 4,000 a unit. There's no way I could, uh, I should buy at that level. Uh, I was really looking, uh, broadening my horizon. And of course I have family in Kansas city and I was up there, uh, you know, multiple times a year and, and I was up there and I said, I told my broker at the time, you know, just look, uh, I'd like to see what deals are here. And they gave me two. And, and after having underwritten so many deals that didn't work, this one did. And there was uh, had everything, a lot of things that I was for. Pitched roof, uh, brick veneer, central HVAC. Uh, no what boilers. year built was it? Ronald, what okay. year was it built? Built in 62. Okay, so still pretty old. Uh, what about the other one? You, you've you got a 40 unit in Kansas City also. Were they, did you make them kind of a, well, we're coming up to a break here. I don't want to get into this because this is going to be a good story. When we come back, I'm going to have you explain about the second one and how the first and the second created economics of scale, if so, if they did and so forth. So you came to us at what year? I can't really tell here. Is it 2007 says to present. So did you come in right at the time when the recession was starting? About. I guess it was January, yeah. Early January of 08. So we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with Ronald Spencer and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Now, from the files of Dell Wamsley. What gets in the way of a great life is a good life. What gets in the way of a good life is an okay life. What gets in the way of okay life is a terrible life with the belief that it's the best I can do. If you've ever thought to yourself, have you ever wondered why? When you take a middle-class person and they look at all the stupid stuff that poor, broke people do, and they look at it and they go, it's so simple to not be broke and poor, uneducated and crazy, or any of these things. Think about yourself. Do you ever not, whatever stature in life you have financially, don't you just look out there and wonder, you know, are these guys one can short of a six-pack? What is it they don't get when they're doing all this ridiculously crazy stuff? And you know what I'm talking about. Radio show after radio show after radio show. And the aha moments. I have people call me up or people come in and meet me and they say, you know, you were talking to me. Stay in there. Hang in there. And we'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. 
Just do a quick search for Tecovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tecovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Ronald Spencer out of uh, Dallas area. And Ronald had purchased, uh, was telling about purchasing his first 34-unit apartment complex in Shawnee, Kansas, which I think is outside of Kansas City. And uh, what I want to hear now, Ronald, is if you could walk us through the timetable of buying the 34-unit, what you did to turn it around, and then how you decided you were going to do another project. So, yeah, we got it under contract at the fourth quarter of 2017. It was, I think, probably about five, six months after I had really kind of become full-fledged aspiring lead in, in the Lifestyles program and then taken the, uh, the lead certification training, which is, is the best in the industry, in my opinion, and um, got closed uh, January of 2018. Um, bought, it was a cash flowing business, uh, albeit low rent, and we just started renovating the units as they became available. So we didn't try to break too many eggs to make the omelet. Uh, we just did it gradually to keep that cash flow going and, and send those distributions out to both, of course, myself and the investors. And uh, we uh, now we're in, currently in the final stages of a cash out refinance. And between the money that we've gotten during the normal course of business, what we call a cash flow and uh, the cash out refi, I think we should be looking at close to 100% return on cash over just uh, just over three years. So then looked at, got another one under contract of 40 unit, just uh, less than two miles down the street, again, trying to chase that uh, scale, that kind of rule of 100. And a similar kind of feel, a lot of cash flowing business, very high occupancy so that you've got uh, something left over after you pay all your bills. And, uh, but also a kind of a value add component where you can go in and reposition the the properties, you can solve problems, you can uh, solve the deferred maintenance and uh, take care of residents and then just kind of gradually push that rent up to try to create value. And that's where we are right now. Where'd the 18 unit come in? So the, okay, yeah, I'm oh, sorry. The 18 unit was uh, an IRO deal uh, between a joint venture between my mother and I uh, just a few months ago. That was in Red Oak. So that's, that's very close to Rockwell, where I live. 
So we've got um, three apartment complexes you're operating right now. And um, where and when did you decide that it was appropriate for you to leave your corporate job and just become an independent real estate investor? That was uh, almost, I guess, greater than more than seven years ago now. It was just a, a situation that uh, I was not aligned with management. They were making decisions that I knew to be incorrect. And I just didn't feel like I had the uh, the mind share or the confidence that, uh, that I've had in the in the past. It was just not a creation. I was, and I at that point I had more than enough income that I didn't need that job, and so I was able to walk away from it very politely and uh, never looked back. I'm curious. Um, I have to ask this question. I know it's inappropriate, but I have to ask it anyway. Did the wife come before or after you quit your corporate job? The new wife. <laughs> My new wife is. Just uh, we got married on Valentine's Day this year, so that was quite a, uh, I guess, what almost seven years after I, I left. So she only knows you as a free man, then. That's right. If she knew how much I was working as an ice hanger, she <laughs> wouldn't be. It wouldn't be the same. I can guarantee it. Well, that's good because you know they say there's seasons of our life, right, Ron? And you go through these seasons, and things completely change as to what's important and what's not important in life. And uh, if you don't change your mindset, if you don't realize that your life has changed, then you really are going to be living in some kind of a zone that's not real. You know, you're not not fitting into where your mind says you should be, and things become problematic. So, what does the wife think about you being a real estate investor? Anything? Well, she's she's really behind it, and so she's now that we're married, she's uh, getting trying to get that uh, pass the certification, trying to get up to speed where 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 it wants to be, and uh, she's jumping right in. So she's uh, helping here and there as she can, and, and uh, she's been very supportive. What does the future look like for your family now? Well, I have everything that I need, and so at, at some point, I just really it's just about me giving back, and then the, whatever comes my way is just gravy. Uh, I'm not super wealthy, but I, I compared to the average person, yes, I'm definitely wealthy enough. You know, traveling, you know, can't wait to, 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 to really do some some of that. Eventually, uh, Catherine might decide, she, of course, she loves her job, and, and uh, she's uh, proud of it and don't want to take them, but at some point she won't be able to do it, and there'll be hopefully more time for us uh, to, to do to get away. Well, it sounds like you've made quite a transition, right, from a workaholic engineer to a self-employed individual that owns his own world, can do what he wants, when he wants, with whom he wants. So it's a it's a great transition. What would you tell people who are sitting out there on their couch right now thinking, hmm, I don't know if this is real or not. I'm an engineer and I don't believe it. You know, oh, no, Missouri. You you had a touch close to Missouri if you're in Kansas City. And that Missouri saying is, uh, I don't believe anything I hear and only half of what I see. What would you say to somebody like that? Come to uh, a Lifestyles event and let us show you. Uh, Missouri is the show me state. Let us show you. It's real. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you being on the show, and uh, I'm really excited about the fact that you've grown so fast and done so much here. Yet I'm happy that you also have totally understood and kept in mind that it's not the money. That it's the lifestyle that makes this whole thing work, and I'm really proud that you are able to carry on that way. Now, from the files of Del Wamsley. I had 27 credit cards and bought an apartment complex $500,000 less than what it was worth from a distressed seller by assuming his mortgage and putting $327,000 down on 27 credit cards. Yes, let me repeat that to you. I put down $327,000 on 27 credit cards. When I went to the bank to pull the money out, the bank flipped. And the president of the bank came to me and said, 
what are you doing? I showed him what I was doing. I have 27 credit cards with no interest, no payments. Well, actually, there were payments on some of them, but there were low interest rates, and there was some with no payments, and there was some with no interest for anywhere from 6 to 18 months. And I showed him, I said, look, I've got a spreadsheet here. Every one of these payments are coming out or less. The total amount I'm paying is less than 4% uh, on this total debt. And for it, I'm buying an apartment complex that makes me $10,000 a month positive cash flow, which means that the credit cards were totally covered plus positive cash flow of about $5,000 a month or more. I had other credit cards set up and waiting that is when these popped off their interest only in none position, I was able to move them onto there. And now I'm one of Wells Fargo's best customers just do anything for me because they know what I've done and what I have. Remember this. Like Ron said, being a millionaire is not as important as being free. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.